This is Film Podcast. Film Podcast. Film Podcast. The official podcast of Filmbook. Get ready for the latest in film news, TV show news, and theatrical reviews. Filmbook's podcast starts now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Filmbookcast, the official podcast of Filmbook. My name is Chris Banks. If you're tuning in for the first time, what I do on Filmbookcast, I discuss the latest film and TV show news. I also review an in-theater film sometimes. You can find more about Filmbookcast on film-book.com by using the search term Filmbookcast. You can also email us at podcast at film-book.com with Filmbookcast in the subject line. Let's jump right into it this week. Let's switch up gears and check out some movie news from this week. Aaron Taylor Johnson is set to join Ryan Gosling in Universal's upcoming The Fall Guy. David Leitch is helming the action invention thriller. It also stars Emily Blunt, and it was created by Glenn A. Larson. It's about a Hollywood stuntman who, to make ends meet, has a side hustle as a bounty hunter. Gosling is set to play the battered and past his prime stuntman who finds himself back on a movie with a star he worked with long ago. Taylor Johnson will play the movie star that Gosling is doubling for. Blunt is already cast as a prosthetic makeup artist. Blunt is cast as a prosthetic makeup artist who has a past relationship with the stuntman. Drew Pierce wrote the script for the movie. Some more exciting casting news is fans of Jeff Goldblum will be excited as the actor is in early talks to play the wizard in Universal's Wicked Movie live-action musical. If the if a deal is struck, Jeff Goldblum will join Ariana Grande and Cynthia Erivo. John M. Chu is set to direct the big screen adaptation, which is being divided up into two movies. The movie is scheduled to begin principal photography in January, and the second part is going to be shot right after they wrap the first part. The first Universal Wicked is set to be released on Christmas Day in 2024. We'll keep up with news about it. The last bit of movie news we'll talk about this week, Venom 3 has found its director. Kelly Marshall, who's a close collaborator of Tom Hardy and wrote the first two Venoms, is set to direct the third Venom. The Hollywood Reporter reported this week that Marshall has been working closely with Tom Hardy dating back to the early days of 2009, dating back to the days of his 2008 indie film, Bronson. This will be Kelly's directorial debut. She's also writing the script for the third film, written by herself and Tom Hardy. Venom is based on the Marvel comic characters, who's one of Superman's most recognizable antagonists. The first Venom grossed $856 million globally, and the sequel grossed $507. Venom 3 doesn't have a release date yet, but we'll keep up with news about it. This week in TV news, according to a report from The Hollywood Reporter, the HBO Max Green Lantern series has lost its writer and is currently being entirely retooled. The series showrunner and writer Seth Smith has left the series after finishing the scripts for all eight episodes of the first season. The move is reportedly due to a number of management changes occurring at Warner Brothers, but it's not related to yesterday's news about James Gunn and Peter Safran becoming CEOs of DC Studios. Green Lantern reinvents the classic DC property through a story spanning decades and galaxies. Beginning on Earth in 19 1941 with the very first Green Lantern. We'll keep up with news about updates about what's going on with Green Lantern, but very concerning news for fans of the retooled, rebooted series. We'll keep up with news about it. Another piece of exciting TV news, it looks like the planned spinoff of The Batman centered around the iconic Arkham Asylum has found its showrunner. According to Variety, Antonio Campos has boarded the project. He'll direct and serve as showrunner and executive producer of the series when it is eventually made. Who knows when that'll be? We'll keep up with news about the Arkham spinoff, but exciting news for fans of Antonio Campos. The last bit of TV news we'll talk about this week, Stars 
drama The Serpent Queen has been renewed for season two. The Samantha Morton-led series will wrap its freshman run this weekend, and the Queen will return to stars as the Lionsgate-controlled premium cable network has handed out a second season renewal of The Serpent Queen. The news comes out ahead of the finale this weekend. The Serpent Queen is distinctly modern, darkly comedic, and completely unexpected. The story's a perfect complement to our female forward slate, and Samantha Morton's brilliant portrayal of this ruthless, charming, savvy queen anchors the whole production. We're thrilled to unveil more of her incredible life and reign in season two, which promises to be even more provocative and sublime. Exciting news for fans of The Serpent Queen. Enjoy the finale this weekend. That's it for TV news from this week. This week in international movie news, a new film titled The Payday from director Sam Bradford, is going to be released in the UK this December. Set in a post-pandemic world, the payday follows a broken, frustrated IT technician who's charged by a crime boss to embark on a one-woman heist to steal valuable data worth millions on the black market. As if the dangerous pitfalls of her mission weren't enough, the sting gets more complicated when a charming con artist interrupts her mission attempting to swipe the loot for himself. Check out the trailer for The Payday. It'll be in theaters in the UK this December and in the US this November. Some more international movie news. Some casting news as Paul Mescal is set to lead a spy thriller, A Spy by Nature. It's about a dis disillusioned 20-something whose gift for deception catches the eye of an M16. Caught up in the thrust of a geopolitical war on commodities involving the British and, and the Americans, at home he struggles to preserve his relationship with his girlfriend and build a future together. But his web of lies grows and Alec is, and Alec is forced to confront his own nature. Whether he can be a good man as well as a good spy Hanway Films is launching a worldwide sale of a sky of a spy by nature, and we'll keep up with news about domestic a domestic release featuring Paul Mescal. The last piece of international movie news: Florence Pugh is set to star in a thriller titled *The Pack*. Alexander Starsgard is set to direct and co-star in a movie spanning the Alaskan wilderness in an effort to save a nearly extinct species of wolves. It's about a group of documentarians who's brought back together at a prestigious awards ceremony. Intentions flare as a deadly truth threatens to unravel their work. The team lived through the harsh elements of the wild, but will a secret they share survive the night? We'll keep up with news about the pack. It's going to start shooting in March. That's it for international movie news from this week. Let's switch up gears and check out some DVD home releases from this week. Nope is now available on DVD. The sons of a California ranch owner witness strange objects falling from the sky. After one of the objects hits and kills his father, his brother enlists the help of a videographer to help capture proof that a flying saucer actually landed. The UFO also has a strange behavior-altering effect on animals and humans. After a rash of strange occurrences takes place, the brothers wonder whether or not they should expose the existence of aliens or just leave them alone. Nope is now available on DVD. Official competition is now available on DVD. Humberto is an aging millionaire who's determined to leave behind a magnificent legacy for his life in the form of a hopefully Oscar-winning movie. He puts up a ton of money to bankroll a film and hires one of the hottest international directors in cinema. She, in turn, casts two big-name actors to star. Unfortunately, the famous actors have huge egos, as does Humberto. The stage is set for chaos as a clash of self-absorbed personalities, an eccentric director, and a constantly interfering millionaire create a nightmare scenario for making a movie. Official competition is now available on DVD. The Invitation is now available on DVD. A young woman's use of a genetic test leads her to a previously unknown family member and an invitation to a family wedding. Evie's desire to meet her relative pushes her on a journey to England. 
Her arrival at Carfax, her arrival at Carfax Manor signals that Evie's entrance into a world of wealth and privilege, filled with mystery and secrets. Unbeknownst to her, Evie has been lured to Carfax Manor to fulfill a bargain with an ancient evil. The invitation is now available on DVD. That's it for at-home releases. Now let's check out some movie trailers from this week. Have you ever heard Robert De Niro with a southern accent? The film titled Savage Salvation, a newly clean addict played by Jack Huston, finds a fiancé dead on their porch. Filled with rage, Shelby embarks on a vengeful killing spree to right all the wrong done to Ruby. Robert De Niro plays Sheriff Church, who strives to keep the peace in their rough town, where residents' only two interests are the church or oxycodone. Check out the trailer for Savage Salvation. It'll be in theaters December 2nd. Another awesome movie trailer that debuted this week came to us from Netflix, and it's called The Pale Blue Eye. Set in West Point in 1830, we get to meet a world-weary detective who's hired to discreetly investigate the gruesome murder of a cadet. Stymied by the cadet's code of silence, Silence, he enlists one of their own to help unravel the case. A young man that the world would come to know is Edgar Allan Poe. Check out the trailer for The Pale Blue Eye. It'll be in theaters and on Netflix January 6th. The last movie trailer we'll talk about this week is a film titled The Sun, starring Hugh Jackman and Laura Dern. Anthony Hopkins is also in it. Directed by Florian Zeller, it's going to be in theaters November 11th. Jackman plays a father trying to reconnect with his teenage son and discovers what's been happening to him. It centers around Peter, whose busy life with a new partner Beth and their baby is thrown into disarray when his ex-wife Kate turns up their teenage son, Nicholas. The young man is troubled, distant, and angry, playing Tron from school for months. Peter's to be a better father searching to help his son with whose intimate and instinctive moments of family happiness. But the weight of Nicholas's condition sets the family on a dangerous course. Check out the trailer for The Son. It's from the same director as The Father. It'll be in theaters November 11th. That's it for movie trailers from this week. This week in TV trailers, Disney Plus, I'm surprised because Scott Calvin is back. After being Santa Claus for nearly 30 years, he's as jolly as ever. But as Christmas declines in popularity, so does his Santa magic. Scott struggles to keep up with the demands of the job, as well as being there for his family. Upon discovering discovering there is a way to retire from his post, he he considers stepping down as Santa Claus, finding a worthy successor so that he can become a better father and husband. Check out the trailer for The Santa Clauses. The first two episodes will debut on Disney+, Plus, November 16th. Another TV trailer that debuted this week is is a great preview of of the season finale of Vampire Academy. The episode is debuting Friday on Peacock. Citizens of the Dominion must come together to face their greatest threat yet. Rose and Lisa make a fateful decision. In a world of privilege and glamour, two young women's friendship transcend their strikingly different classes as they prepare as they prepare to complete their education and enter vampire society. One as a powerful royal, the other a half-vampire guardian trained to protect against the savage Strigoi who threatened to tear their society apart. That is, if royal infighting doesn't do the job first. Check out the exclusive clip from the Vampire Academy season finale. It'll debut on Peacock this Friday. The last TV trailer we'll talk about this week is season three of Jack Ryan. The series star John Krasinski teased a preview of the eight-episode season three that'll debut December 21st on Prime Video. The third season of the action thriller series, he's working as a CIA case officer in Rome when he's tipped off that the, that the Sokol Project, a secret plan to restore the Soviet Empire, is being resurrected more than 50 years later after, his, after it was thought to be shut down. 
So Jack embarks on a mission to confirm the intelligence, but things quickly go awry, and he's wrongly implicated in a larger conspiracy. Check out the trailer for Season 3 of Jack Ryan. It'll debut on Prime Video December 21st. That's it for TV trailers in this week. Alright, time for this week's movie review. For this week's movie review, we're checking out The Monsters. Directed by Rob Zombie. It's written also by Rob Zombie. Lily is a typical 150-year-old lovelorn vampire who's looking for the man of her nightmares. Until she lays her eyes on Herman, a 7-foot-tall green experiment with a heart of gold. It's love at first shock as these two ghouls fall fangs over feet for each other in a Transylvania romance. Unfortunately, it's not all smooth sailing in the, cer- in the cemetery as Lily's father has other plans for her beloved for his beloved daughter's future. And they don't involve her bumbling new boo. My mother watched the Munsters almost religiously growing up, so I know am a f- and am a fan of the original cast, and I'm not sure why the reviews of the Munsters are what they are so far, because I actually had a really good time watching the Munsters. I think it does a good job honoring the legacy of the original characters while telling a modern, funny, you know, story of romance and family stuff. All the classic themes of television are are touched on in Rob Zombie's version of the Monsters, and I just think that it's very well done. The visuals get distracting from time to time, but so doesn't everything Netflix does, so I don't put too much attention into that. But it's a really well done film. I'm not sure if they're going to do more of these, but I want them to do more. And that's really the best thing you can say to Rob Zombie for taking on this, you know, legendary title with a lot of expectations, and there's a lot that could have went wrong. And I don't think the Monsters goes wrong in many places here. Sherry Moon Zombie plays Lily, and Jeff Daniel Phillips plays Herman. They do an incredible job fleshing out really the the funny, touching, almost childlike love that they, that Lily and Herman shared in the original series. Jeff and Sherry do a great job in Rob Zombie's version of the Munsters. Grandpa Munster is played by Daniel Roebuck, who does just a really good job bringing out the eccentricities of the original Grandpa Munster. I think, though, the criticisms of the Munsters would come in the form of like a lack of a structure of a story. You know, the zombie kind of throws magnets onto a refrigerator with the monsters. That would be the only place where the movie is well criticized. Because I just wish they told one story and set us up for another story rather than what they did, which is kind of, it's kind of a smorgasbord of stories. And the film runs about 110 minutes, and it's a little long for what it's doing. But overall, if Rob Zombie's going to do more monsters, I think this is a really good first installment. It's a really good tribute to the original cast while telling a really cool story. And it honors all the old school bits of television. I would give it a 7 out of 10, maybe a 6.5 out of 10. I know the reviews are much worse than this, but I think if you're a fan of the original monsters, if you love Rob Zombie movies, definitely check out the monsters. It's going to be on Netflix coming up on Monday or Tuesday, I believe. But it's well worth your time, especially if you're a fan of the original Monsters. Thanks so much for checking us out this week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Filmbookcast. You can find more of my work on Film.
film-book.com. Just search for Chris Banks or Film Bookcast. You can also find me on Twitter at C Banksy, S-E-E Banksy. I'm also on Instagram at the Chris Banks. If you listen to this podcast on iTunes or another podcast service, please rate and review this episode. If you're listening to this podcast on our YouTube channel, Film Book Podcast, please like our video, subscribe to our channel, and leave us a comment in the comment section. It really helps people discover our podcast. Please also consider becoming one of our patrons on patreon.com slash filmbook. Your support helps us create more engaging content. You'll find our Patreon link below in the description. If you want to tweet about this podcast, just use the hashtag filmbookcast. Tune in next week for the next episode of the Filmbookcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. We'll see you then.